So uh, tonight, what I wanted to do was like this. Um, last time I kind of introduced you to Revolvi's sort of introduction to how a person grows in Avodah Hashem. What I want to do now, um, and maybe for the next couple of weeks, is take you through how Revolvi um, teaches us how to cultivate a particular Midah. How does a person work on a specific Midah, a specific character trait, and do so in a way that uh, helps us um, to not just understand the Mida, but to understand it and understand, because we understand it so much better, know how we can, how we can tackle it. So uh, this piece that we're going to talk about now is in Revolvi's Vadim. Revolvi um, was very famous, actually, for, for being an individual who gave, uh, not only that himself gave um, Musar Vads, he would sit with a group of, you know, five, six individuals, um, and talk, you know, one session at a time about a particular Mida and talk about it five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks in a row. And you take apart piece by piece that Mida and how it works. And, uh, and so that's what he does in, in, in the second Chelak, in the second, uh, you know, the second book of the Sefer. So he goes to one Mida at a time. And one section, one Mida that I found. Uh, myself particularly relevant these days and really relevant it's still relevant to us all the time to any person who has any relationships with any people in their life um, is the seventh parak in the second in the second shower where he talks about what he calls kaas o savlanut anger or patience and uh, we'll just get started right away uh, I think this is a topic that could be relevant to a lot of us um, these days I'll tell you the irony is that as I was preparing the shear uh, I don't know about you guys, I'm finding myself having less time uh, each and every day my wife goes to work most of the many days of the week. So now I don't have so much time to do any work and certainly not to prepare a shear. So I had about an hour this afternoon after Hannah came home and I'm trying to prepare the shear about patience and my kids keep running into the room asking me for, uh, can you do this? Can you turn on my device? Can you help? You know, and I'm trying to like keep myself calm and not get angry while I'm preparing a shear about how to stay calm and not get angry. So um, anyways... The uh, uh, revolver begins as follows, and he starts by saying, "What's what's kaas? What's anger? Anger, we know, is a amida that nobody wants. There's no amida of anger in a in really in a positive sense." Ramchal actually writes in Misilas Shasharim, Moshe he writes that a person who gets angry can can quite literally destroy an entire world, and it's based on a Zohar in Parshas Tzava where the the Zohar writes. That a ka'asan, a person who gets angry all the time, is toref nishmasa, literally means he destroys or she destroys their neshama. How can that be? Neshama is the highest level of the soul. The soul has, without getting too esoteric, three levels. There's nefesh, there's ruach, and then there's neshama. Neshama is the highest level. The, the, the part inside of us that's connected the most to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when a person gets angry, that Neshama aspect of us literally leaves us and is replaced by something else. Or Volby explains, certainly anybody who's become angry knows that feeling that you, we say, you, I, I, you almost lose yourself. You become a different type of person. Right? Anger is such a destructive media. In fact, the Rambam, who typically writes that a person should find a, a golden mean, we should be in the middle when it comes to most midos, when it comes to kaas, when it comes to anger, says the Rambam Nehuchos Deos, he says, no, by kaas there should be none. We should be extreme. In fact, he says, even if a person needs to show anger, let's say to their children or to students or whatever, it should be fake, says the Rambam. 
it shouldn't be real. You should fake anger because inside a person should never feel any anger. Halavai, we should get to such a level. But that's the point. The point is there's no midah. Most other midos, okay, so you can have it for the good and have it for the bad. Anger is not a midah that we ever want. It's one we want to just get rid of totally. But Revolvi points out that it's not doesn't totally work that way. He says, Certainly a, a cast and a person gets angry who has anger, you know, trouble controlling them, their anger has to get rid of it, has to hold has to hold it back. The fact that you are able to control anger, that's that's not really fixing ourselves. Because then I'm really still a person who gets angry. I just can control it sometimes. But that means that sometimes I can't. So rather, says Revolvi, what happens? Right? says a person who's who gets angry, a person who still has anger inside of them. So you're never able to get that. You don't have that base to to keep yourself calm, to find balance. Says Revolvi. So rather, what does a person have to do? It's not enough just to say I'm going to control myself and not get angry, but rather I have to be a person who develops the mida of savlanut, the mida of patience. If I'm a patient person, then I don't have to worry as much about getting angry because by nature, I'll be a person who's patient. And, and, and this is what he says in his introduction to this whole section on anger. And as we move along, we're going to see Revolvi's approach to how does a person develop the mida of savlanut, of being more patient. So how does a person do so? So, if you want to know what patience is all about, says Revolvi, you first have to know where patience comes from. And what patience really comes from, it comes from a different midah. The midah of anivas, of humility. The Torah says about Moshe Rabbeinu, Ha'ish Moshe anav me'od mikol ha'adam asheh al adama. We should all be zochah, the Torah should say such a thing about us. And the Torah says that Moshe Rabbeinu was the humblest person. Oh, my connection is getting lost, I hear Okay. You having a little hard time hearing me? No, you're okay. Okay. If we're having trouble, if someone can turn on their camera, let me know they're having a hard time. People whose cameras are on, are you having trouble hearing me? No, you're good. Okay, great. If you're having trouble at any point, put your hand up, let me know. Okay. So, the, it says about Moshe Rabbeinu that he was the most humble person there ever was. And was it Rashi right there on the spot? What does he say? Rashi says, Anav Shafel Visavlan. He kept himself low and he was patient. Meaning to say that patience really comes. It's an extension of the midah of humility. An extension of being someone who recognizes that they're not the only person in the room. They're not the only, that their needs are not the only needs around. When I'm a person who is humble and can appreciate that other people have needs too. So then I can stay a little more calm, a little more patient. But he writes that even though humility, being an anav, is a, is a very hard mida to accomplish, to be a person who's humble, it's, it's very difficult to achieve. Nevertheless, um, when it comes to patience, that's something Revolvi says that everybody can get to. He said because everyone has to. Why? Because patience is the key to all relationships. It's the backbone of every relationship. I can't have a harusa, I can't have a roommate, I can't have a spouse, I can't have a child, and have a relationship with them. People who have different likes and dislikes. People who have 
Some people are really uh, quick to get ready, and some people take a really long time. Some people uh, get up with the first. Uh, when I was in when I was in yeshiva, I had a a roommate who was the second his alarm would go off, he would shut it off, get up, and get dressed. And I am not like that in the same way. And uh, my alarm would go off over and over and over again. And at one point, we almost we can't like at one point in yeshiva, he almost took my head off because he was so frustrated with my inability to get up in the morning. We're very, we're very close still to this day. But right, it's hard. It's hard. You're dealing with other people and we're, 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 all, we're all different. Kharash Baruch makes every single human being different than every other human being. So if that's true, if we don't have patience as Revolbi, you can't have any relationship at all. So he explains, he gives a beautiful mashal, what is patience really? What is it, what is, what's going on when, we want, when we're trying to be patient? And he says as follows, Mahi hasavlanut. What does it mean to be patient? Hasavlan, a person who has patience. Dome mamish la'adam hanose masa kaved. It's like a person who's carrying a heavy burden, carrying a lot of packages. Va'afshu kaved alav, and even though it's heavy, hu mamshech laleches bidarko ve'enu nil'al lasa'atlo. That even though it's heavy, and it's getting heavier, he refuses to put it down. That's what it means to carry, to be patient. Why? Because what happens? I'm carrying that, that burden of that relationship. And what happens? Every time someone says something that it's not exactly what I want to hear, gives, makes a comment that I'm not so interested in, makes a request that I think is disrespectful or not nice, or, you know, I did it last time. Why are you asking me again? And it starts to build up and build up and build up and the weight gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And what do we want to do so badly? We just want to release it. I just want to get rid of it. So what do I do? Unfortunately, sometimes we get so, it just builds up so much that what do we do? We decide to drop it. I don't want to hold this anymore. I don't want to carry this burden anymore. And what happens? The relationship gets broken, smashed. Hopefully not irreparably. And and when we release it, we feel at first, ah, oh, that release, right, of that, of all that, of that burden gets released. But then what do we feel afterwards? Oh my gosh, the pieces are broken on the floor. A person with patience, says Revolbi, is a person who refuses to allow the relationships to get dropped. A person who decides to hold it even though it's hard and even though it's getting heavy. So know what you're thinking. What you're thinking is, but wait a second, does that mean that every single person who says anything not nice and, and is disrespectful and talks to me in a way that they shouldn't speak and is getting on my nerves, I just have to hold it in? So Vobi asked that question. He says, I can do anything you want to me and I'll just gotta be quiet. I'll be like a, a little a little mouse who doesn't respond. Low Of course not, says Revolbi. Sometimes you have to respond. What's the difference? If you're patient and you're holding that burden, so what does that mean? It means I have balance. You can only hold, hold something heavy if you're balanced, right? If you know how to balance things appropriately. So if I'm patient, what happens? It means that I can respond. I can respond with exactly how I'm feeling, exactly what's frustrating me, exactly what's bothering me, but I do it calm. I do it from balance. I don't do it from a place of release. If the opposite, I'm still holding on. 
and I've keep, kept myself balanced, then I can respond calmly and in a way that's more constructive. And also because patience comes from humility, right? Because Savlanud is based on Anivas, I remind myself also that I'm not better than this person. I'm not responding in a way that's condescending. I'm not responding in a way where I think I'm superior in any way. I just want to maintain the relationship. And if I ask any psychologist, if a person comes to a a conversation with, this is how I feel, I want to discuss it with you, that's going to be much more constructive than saying, I can't believe you did this and out of anger and with a tone that's off the handle and out of control. So Ravobi's point in, in, in this is what he's talking, this is his, his first section on this topic, is basically that, that, that patience is that being willing to hold the burden. We can't hear you now. Can't hear me now. Yeah, we can't hear you. It's frozen. So basically, okay, so basically the last piece that I just said, I'll just make sure it's clear, is that because that conversation, because savlanut, because patience comes from humility. So what that means is that even when I have that conversation with someone and I say to them, look, this is how I feel. I, you know, I, the fact you spoke to, the, spoke to me that way, or you made that request of me, et cetera, made me feel frustrated, makes me feel upset. I can have that conversation. First of all, my conversation is calm. But second, it comes from an appreciation for the other person. It's not condescending. It's not that this person, you know, I, I'm superior to the other person in any way. I, if I have patience, it means I'm coming from a place of anivos. I want to have a relationship with you. And so I just want to talk it out with you. That's a totally different kind of conversation than a conversation of, I can't believe you did that. And I'm speaking to you, speaking from a place of explosiveness, which is never positive. If anything, it tends to be much more destructive. So that's this first piece in Revolve. Understanding what patience really is, the willingness to hold that, to hold that, uh, that burden and be unwilling to let it come crashing down and to recognize it doesn't mean that I take everything somebody says and just hold it in and, and just accept it but it means that when, I'm in, when I need to, com- to have that conversation when I need to discuss that which would happen that made me upset I'm able to do it in a more balanced way and in a way that recognizes equity between the two individuals having the conversation okay can you still hear me? Good. Okay. So then Revolve said something amazing. Ramosh Cordovero uh, wrote a sefer called Tomer Devor. And Tomer Devor basically goes through the different midos of Hashem, the Yurgimo Midos Harachamim, the 13 attributes of faith Hashem, Hashem, Tel, Rachum, Vechanun. Those, those 13 attributes we talk about on Rosh Hashanim and Kippur so much. And the Tomer Devor goes through each one and explains how these are different aspects of Hashem. And that we have a mitzvah of to follow in the ways of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. How do I follow Hashem's ways? By refining my midos, like a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And if, you, if you've ever said Tashlech, right? You've noticed when you say Tashlech, what do we say? We say in Tashlech, a pasuk from Micha. Mi el kamocha avon pesha. That pasuk is actually meant to mirror the 13 attributes of faith. Actually, if you look in the in a, in a machzor, it usually, over the words, Mi al kamochan has Hashem, Hashem, Kerachum, Vechanan. So Moshe Kordavero, in his Sefer, Tomer Devora, writes, what's the very first Mida of Hashem? Mi al kamocha no se'avon. What does Hashem do? Hashem carries our Averos, basically, right? The Akash Baruch what does He do? 
he hands us a life. He gives us eyes and ears and a nose and a mouth and hands and legs. A body that works, hopefully, if we're lucky. And then he gives us mitzvahs to do, to follow that which he asks us to do. And then what happens? What do we do? We take those same arms and legs and mouth and eyes and what do we do? We do that which HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks us not to do. And if I'm Gava, what I do? You're not using it right, what should I do? I'll take it back. You're not using it right, I'll take it back. And what does Hashem do? Hashem is no se avon. He carries the burden. He says, the relationship matters that much to me. I'm not just going to let it go. And throughout our lives, if, we're, if we have the zuchos, we have the merit, Hashem continues to carry those burdens of the things that we do wrong. And it's only because He does that that what happens? The world exists. The entire world exists because Hashem is a no se avon. Hashem carries the burdens of the things that we do against Him. Again, we don't usually try to rebel against Him. But the things that we do that He's not proud of. And He holds the entire world up because He carries that burden. Says Revolvi, if that's what a Baruch Hu does to make the world continue to exist, we can do the exact same thing. When we carry the burdens of that which other people do to us at times, that frustrate us, that make us feel upset, that just make us feel frustrated, what do we literally do by doing so? We continue to allow our world, our existence, us as individuals, communally, our families, continue to exist only because we're willing to be no se avon. We're willing to let it go, to hold that burden, to carry it as it gets a little heavier, and be unwilling to let it drop. Again, that doesn't mean we don't need to have important and meaningful, constructive conversations, because the burden that sometimes gets too much, and I have to know how to unload it at times in a healthy way. But the more I'm able to recognize the ability that I have to maintain my relationships with others when I'm willing to hold that burden, so then I quite literally build my entire world and keep my entire world going. And of course, in the opposite direction, if we, if we take the easy, the easy way out sometimes, which is just let it go on somebody. You know what? They really deserve it. I should just let them have it. And we sometimes fantasize. I wish I could just one time just tell that person what I really think, right? So we think it's good. We think it's easy. I could just let it all out. But really, that destroys our world, become a person like that. It's not who we want to be. It's incredibly challenging, but it's also incredibly gratifying. Because what we also recognize is that I'm in control of how I act towards other people, how I work, to my, work in the world. I don't allow that, that need to, to just let it go to overtake me. And instead, I'm in control. It's a beautiful thing. Volby ends this piece. I shouldn't say ends. His, his third point, um, and he has many, many more, more vadim on this topic. But um, by, by talking about one other point, I think is if you, if you hear this line, you understand what makes Ravolbi totally ahead of his time in terms of how he understood human psychology and how the only way people could be successful. And he writes as follows. In order to understand what patience is really about and to get like a, our, wrap our, hand, our heads around it. We have to talk about what it means to have patience with other people. Aval anu zikukim gam 
Says Ravobi, not only do I have to be able to have patience with other people, I have to be able to learn how to have patience with myself. Such an incredibly important point. He says, a person always, we want to grow. We talked about this a little bit last time, right? We have this desire to grow. And typically, and this was true in, you know, when Revolver wrote the Sefer 30, 40 years ago, and it's true now a million times more. Not only do we want to grow, but we want to grow now, immediately, in five minutes, right? Without having to pay anything, without having to do anything, we just want to be growth people immediately. And we already see the vision in our head, what we can be like, it would be amazing, and we just can't wait to get there so much so that then when we start, and then at some point we mess up, we feel so dejected and so upset and so frustrated with ourselves that we give up. Why? Because we don't have patience for ourselves. And he quotes a Medrash Rabbah, an incredible, incredible Medrash Rabbah. And he says like this, the Medrash Rabbah says, we say in the, uh, we said every Friday night, we read Tehillim Perak Chavtes. We actually say it a couple times over Shabbos. And in, it's, in Tehillim Chavtes we say, Kol Hashem Bakoach. The voice of Hashem is in the Koach, the power. What does that mean? Says the Medrash, because the Kodesh Baruch Hu comes to each of us and He doesn't ask for us something that we can't do. He rather, He goes and He asks us to be successful. I care. Hashem looks to our koach, each individual person's ability to be successful. And He says, that's what I want. That's what I'm interested in. Wherever you can be successful, that's what I expect. Not more and not less. But it's only when a person can recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me as I am and to grow as I am that we can learn to say, you know what? After I mess up and after it doesn't go so well, I can pick it up and I can do it again. Why? Only if I can learn to have patience with myself. He says something very interesting. Has you ever heard somebody say, you know, uh, how's it going? How you, uh, you know, how's it going in your whatever, whatever you're doing? And the person says, oh, I need, I need some siyata deshmaya. I can use help from Hashem. So usually you'd say, what? That's, very, that's like a very firm response, right? That's it's very stark. Right? I need siyata deshmaya. Wow, a person has a tremendous amuna. So Bobby says, he says, ma'aluva im razu. What a ridiculous thing to say. Why? Ha'omer ki I've done everything already. Firabda siyata deshmaya hu zakukoda. I just been waiting for Hashem. What's really happening? Harry Libo in the inside, in the recesses of his heart, who ma'ashim et HaKadosh Baruch Hu al-hi I'm blaming HaKadosh Baruch What am I saying? I've done all I can. You know, Hashem made me this way. He made me a way that I can't be successful. He made me a person who has weak skills. I'm, I'm, I'm emotionally weak. I'm just not that type of person who can be successful. I'm not still connected to Davide. I'm not, what, what do you want from me? So I need Tziyat I need Hashem to help Said Revolve, it's a mistake. That's a mistake. Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu gave you a koach, he wants your koach. That's what he wants. And if you can recognize that and appreciate that and be a little patient with ourselves, then we can be successful at anything that we want to accomplish. So let's just review. The very first point Revolve pointed out was that there's no such thing as a midah of kas. Kas is not something 
that we ever want in any way. We mentioned the Rambam who says that kas is something that we should be extreme about. We should have none. If we could, we'd have no kas and even fake it. If we have to at some time show anger, we shouldn't have it at all. Then he pointed out that patience really comes. And so we, therefore, what do we really need to do? We need to work on patience. Patience comes from humility. Moshe Rabbeinu was an anam mikal adam. He was a savlan, says Rashi. He gave the beautiful mashal as about what it is that patience looks like. Patience is a person holding a burden and refusing to let it drop. Because if you let it drop, the relationship smashes. Does that mean, says Rabobi, that I have to let everybody stamp all over me? Absolutely not. It just means when it's time to have a conversation, if I'm patient already, I can have a calm conversation, a respectful conversation, a, respect, a conversation to recognize that every person is created, every person is created in Hashem's image, in which case we can have an honest conversation, an open conversation, but not an angry conversation. He pointed out that patience is also the ultimate way to follow in the ways of Hashem. Hashem, the very first midah, Moshe Kodavira says that Hashem's midah is the midah of Nosei Avon, that Hashem allows the entire world to stand because we're willing, because He's willing to let it go sometimes. To carry our burden and He refuses to let it drop in the same way we can do the same exact thing. When we carry the burden of our relationships that matter to us so much, we refuse to let them just drop out of our hands and break, but rather to manage them calmly and patiently then just like Hashem makes the whole world exist, we allow our worlds to exist. And the last point, again, that patience isn't just something we need to have with other people, it's something we need to have with ourselves. We need to be able to recognize that, yes, we sometimes make mistakes, but I'm a human being, and I'm going to try again. It allows us to grow, and it also allows us to use that same method, by the way, when we, when we, when we talk to others. If I can be patient with myself, I can be patient with somebody else. So certainly, like I said, Amida, that I think a lot of us can, uh, I should say, sorry, I mean that I could use uh, a lot of chizik in these days. Um, you know, there's a lot of relationships, certainly in our own homes right now, that are, that are very, very powerful. And they're beautiful and amazing. And they're one of the, you know, in a certain sense, the opportunities that's existed in our in being stuck in our homes, the opportunities to be with our families, those of us who are with other people. Um, and that's been a great opportunity, but it also is a tremendous challenge. But when, the more we can think of ourselves and imagine in your head, holding that relationship in your hand, and even as it gets heavy, refusing to let it go. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, visual to use and to think about in order to preserve and allow our, 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 our relation, not just, again, not to be preserved only, but to thrive, because then we can have conversations that are meaningful and allow our, our relationships to deepen, our relationships with our spouses, with our children, with our parents and children, with our friends, with our extended family, and in Mitzvah Hashem, as we continue to work on this midah and other midos, we should be uh, zocha to Hakadosh Baruch Hu should allow us to uh, bring our relationships back face to face, back to be in person as we continue to uh, grow in our position. All right, thanks everybody.